Hello, happy Thursday, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. If it's your first time listening to the podcast, my name is Kennedy. I talk about everything having to deal with pop culture, music, movies, fashion, internet trends, celebrity news, everything you want to hear, I've got it. So today's episode, I have a very special topic I'm going to be talking about. Well, not just one topic, but like a general theme for the episode, which I haven't quite done yet. So... I am going to let you listen to my pre-recorded ad that I usually kick off the podcast with, and after that, we'll just jump right into it. All right, thank you for listening to the ad. I really appreciate it. It's what helps me make a living, so that's always nice. So, a few weeks ago, I did an episode solely dedicated to talking about Marvel, Marvel Studios, Marvel Movies, and all the announcements they had made at San Diego Comic-Con. Today I um, was preparing this episode of the podcast, and every, or not today, but like this week, and every week when I'm preparing the podcast, I always go through all the news and everything, you know, um, like pop culture news and what's going on in the world, and I even check social media and everywhere to see what I want to talk about. And today in part or this week in particular for today's episode i noticed that almost everything that i wanted to talk about was related to disney so i thought why not do a disney dedicated episode so that's what i'm doing today i'm going to be talking about everything from disney movies to disney plus to disney world theme parks so it's going to be an exciting and a little bit of a different episode and let's just jump right into it Sorry if you can hear me drinking water. I tried not to do that, but last week I kind of hurt my vocal cords recording the podcast, so I'm trying to avoid that. Anyway, for starters, The Little Mermaid Live is happening. So this is going to happen on ABC, I believe, and they've done this before. So we had Grease Live, Hairspray Live, um, I believe there's been a few others. And we've never really seen like a Disney kind of musical live. I'm very, very excited about this one. As you guys know, I love The Little Mermaid. Uh, Or maybe you don't know that, but I really do love The Little Mermaid. And the casting for this is just impeccable. I mean, spot on casting i'm obsessed so the they casted ali carvalho i believe i'm saying her name right i'm sorry if i'm gonna be saying her name wrong throughout this entire thing but i think i'm saying it right and she voiced moana in the disney movie moana so that's very exciting imagine getting to play a disney princess not once but twice really exciting and honestly, I think she is the perfect role or the perfect fit for the role of Ariel. She's just got that like um, youthful kind of like energy about her that I think perfectly embodies the character. And actually, I've met Jodie Benson, who's the original voice of The Little Mermaid, and I got to talk to her um, about some of the other Disney princess voices and the person she went on about the most when I talked to her when I asked her a question it was at a convention she went on about Ali Carvalho and how you know how talented and amazing she is and I truly think that Ali is going to do amazing as the Little Mermaid so I think that's awesome casting I'm also very excited because they casted Queen Latifah as Ursula which I think is a really cool kind of casting choice and I love Queen Latifah a lot of her movies are hilarious and I was recently actually talking about how I hadn't seen her in anything lately so to see her casted in this um 
this musical that I'm very excited to see, I thought was really, really quite awesome. So I'm very excited for that. There's also been some other casting announcements in terms of that, but I, I don't really have that information with me at the moment. I am very excited though. Like I love The Little Mermaid and with the live action movie coming up and oh, you know, everyone's kind of been complaining about that. I'm very interested to see um, how this goes. Now, I also do want to um, point out that it'll be interesting to compare the two. Obviously, this is not a live action movie. It's a live musical so anything can really happen I know you know um the previous like Grease Live and Hairspray Live that they did were really great really funny but I'm very very excited to see this now what I'm what I am a little confused about is why they would decide to do this um when they're making a live action Little Mermaid movie you know um not that the two necessarily would affect each other in any way but just the fact that they're telling the story twice and I don't know it's quite interesting to me of course we won't see the actual Little Mermaid live action movie for I think a few years but I just thought it was quite interesting how um they kind of are I, I wouldn't say like over telling the story but they're telling the same story twice which is I don't know I don't it's not something you would expect, but nonetheless, I'm very, very excited for both, both the live action movie and especially the Little Mermaid Live. Um, I think Ali Carvalho is going to be absolutely amazing in the role, and I'm very, very excited to see, um, you know, what, how they do this Little Mermaid Live and what differences there are between this and the animated original and then later on the live action movie. It'll be very, very interesting, and I'm very excited for that. And then um, I want to talk about Disney and well obviously I'm talking about Disney wow Um, go me no I do that sometimes I kind of what I meant to say was I want to talk about Disney movies so Disney has made approximately and I say approximately not because this number could be lower but because at this point it could actually be higher because the numbers are like literally still coming in, but Disney has made approximately 7.67, are you ready for this? Billion, yes, billion, in case you missed it the first time, dollars at the box office this year, which is actually an industry record. They previously held the record, but they broke this record again, which is absolutely insane. It's um, insane for any studio to make so many billion dollars at the box office and to have so many billion dollar movies let alone you know in one year um so as of right now as of the when you're hearing or not when you're hearing this but as of when I'm recording it and the day it comes out Disney movies of course Marvel um which are Avengers Endgame which actually hit the billion dollar mark literally the weekend it came out which is insane in its own way but I've talked about that enough Captain Marvel, The Lion King, and Aladdin have all crossed the billion dollar mark. Um, Toy Story 4, also on track to cross one billion dollars. And they have not even released Frozen 2, which I would predict is going to make over a billion dollars because Frozen 1 was insanely popular and now there is 
kids that saw Frozen 1 or, you know, maybe even their teenagers now that saw the first movie and they're going to want to see the second one. I mean, me, myself, I was already like, gosh, maybe in high school or eighth grade when Frozen 1 came out. And so I want to go see Frozen 2 and I think there's a big audience that will want to see it. So definitely I think Frozen 2 will also hit one billion or more. Then we had the last Star Wars movie, and of course, like Endgame, it's kind of the end of an era. No matter how you feel about the new Star Wars movies, I think everybody's kind of going to want to go see them. So I think that is definitely going to hit a billion also. Um, So yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I think for sure we can expect those three movies, Toy Story 4, which already was released, to hit the billion dollars, as well as Frozen 2 and the last Star Wars movie, which would really make that... What is that? Seven? Is that right? Yes, seven billion dollar movies for Disney this year, which is absolutely insane. Um, And I think that the reason Disney makes so much at the box office is one, they own franchises that have such a big following, such as Marvel. You've got the comic book fans, you've got um, the people who have been watching since the first Iron Man movie or since the first Avengers movie so you've got this big following for it and then um they have same with Star Wars a big following the first one came out oh my gosh I don't even know what year and it became a mega hit so between owning franchises like that and then having um you know, these live action remakes, uh, first of all, having Beyonce in The Lion King, I think, brought a lot of people to watch the movie to begin with, and then also, um, like, Aladdin, just having this, you know, incredible movie, people already love the original, why not make it live action, and they've got the songs, and they've got, you know, you've got this costumes and everything is just amazing so I think that's really where Disney just really hits the mark and um is able and that's why they're able to um gain billions of dollars at the box office because they these are movies people want to see these are movies with big followings these are movies that are so unique so you know you have movies like um I think Aladdin can be for anyone from little kids to adults, even older, you know, elderly people. You've got movies like Toy Story 4, which still has not hit the billion dollar mark, but I I would say, I would predict it's going to, which are made for like younger kids, but also the kids who have nostalgia for the original Toy Stories. And then you've got movies like the Marvel movies, which are made for teens and adults. And so there's such a big range of movies that Disney has and you know I think that's just really how they're able to make so much at the box office. All right now moving on I want to talk about Disney Plus. I have a lot to talk about about Disney Plus. In fact Disney Plus is probably going to take um, the majority of this podcast today so um, hope you guys are excited for that. I am not going to talk about the Disney Plus Marvel shows. I think I've talked about those enough in the um, Marvel-specific episode that I did. So I'm going to not talk about those. Sorry if you wanted me to talk about them. But if you did finish listening to this podcast, then hop back over today's episode 9. I want to say episode 7 was about... Um, about Marvel. So hop back over to that episode and listen to it if you're interested in that. Anyway, moving on. Disney Plus, they announced their price today. So bundled with Hulu and ESPN Plus, which I'm not too sure what ESPN Plus is going to be. Um, 
it's going to be very interesting. I'm not quite sure. So I won't talk about that. But uh, so Hulu will still have ads. And I'm, I believe Disney Plus and ESPN Plus might as well. But I might be wrong. So don't quote me on that. However, part uh, I'll bundle together the three platforms will be $12.99. Which to me, I was shocked at how... Um, I don't want to say inexpensive, but how affordable, yes, that's the word I'm looking for, the streaming service is going to be. So let's think about this for a second. Netflix, for example. I want to say Netflix costs me around $12 a month, maybe 10 but it's just Netflix. And you're a little bit somewhat limited in what you can watch. Then we have um, Hulu which Hulu has always been very affordable. It, I have Spotify student, so mine bundled with Hulu, so I get Hulu and Spotify for $4.99, which is insanely affordable. Uh, I believe that's the price. Do not quote me on that. But if I remember my bank, bank statements enough, I think that's the price. Anyway, so I was expecting Disney Plus on its own to be and Disney can really, if they wanted to, pick up the price and people are still going to, you know, pay for the streaming service. I was thinking it was going to be at least $15 on its own. So to hear that it's going to be bundled with two other streaming services, which are ESPN Plus. Again, I don't know too much about that, but hey, it's another streaming service. And Hulu, which I already love and I have things that I watch on there, you know. Um, I was very shocked about that. I was like, wow. So I think it's going to be very, very affordable, which is amazing. I mean, you're going to have access to everything available on Hulu. I love watching shows like Runaways and Grownish, and um, there's old shows like Boy Meets World and Full, um, Full House on there. And then you're going to have everything available with Disney Plus, from Marvel movies to Disney Channel shows, both old and new, to uh, Freeform, or previously known as ABC Family Shows, to just everything you can imagine is all going to be from Disney on Disney+. Plus. And then you still get the Hulu and the ESPN+. Plus. To me, that is an absolute steal. And I keep going on and on about it, but it's just because I honestly was expecting Disney Plus on its own to cost the, as much as it does with Hulu and ESPN Plus or more. So I'm very, very excited about that. Now I want to talk about some things that have been announced for Disney Plus. So the first thing I want to talk about is um, they're making a new Phineas and Ferb movie. Now I haven't seen this really announced anywhere, but there's another podcast I listen to and this is not sponsored in any way. Trust me, no way it would even be possible. But the podcast is called Speech Bubble and that is Butch Hartman's podcast. He is the creator of many Nickelodeon shows, um, including some of my favorites like The Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom. He also created um, Tough Puppy and Bunsen is a Beast, which were after my time, so I didn't really watch those. But I listen to his podcast a lot because he has some great guests on there, and he talks about, you know, cr um, everything from creating a show to just... Um, you know, writing a show and character development and everything like that. So I listened to that a lot. And he had Dan Povenmire, I believe is his last name. I'm, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Wow, I'm just messing up names all over today. Ali Carvalho, Dan Povenmire, anyone else's name I want to mess up today. Um, anyway, he was uh, a guest last Friday, I believe, on the podcast. And I listened to that. And um, he was talking about how him and the 
uh, who's the creator of Phineas and Ferb. I think I never even mentioned that. So Dan Povenmire, the creator of Phineas and Ferb, and um, Swampy is the name of the other creator. He was talking about how um, Disney Plus approached them and were like, hey, do you want to make a movie of Phineas and Ferb for Disney Plus? And of course they said yes. So this movie is happening and it's going to be on Disney Plus and it's going to be focused on Candace, who for those of you who maybe don't remember, didn't aren't super familiar with the show Candace is the little sister I'm, I'm sorry the older sister of Phineas and Ferb and she's kind of bossy and um you know um she can get angry easily and the movie is going to be about her and getting lost in space and I'm very excited to see what they do with it honestly um I started watching Phineas and Ferb when it first premiered which was after High School Musical 2 I remember that so well um in fact that night my cable had gone out my whole or the whole electricity because there was like a storm or something and um I remember I was so mad because I thought I was gonna miss High School Musical 2 and the Phineas and Ferb premiere which luckily I didn't anyway uh, I started watching Phineas and Ferb at that time and then I didn't really watch it till the show ended because that show was on for I think like 10 years or something like that so I obviously grew out of watching the show but I am actually kind of interested in watching the movie on Disney+. Plus. I think Disney+, Plus is going to make me a giant child again, because I'm going to want to watch all my faves, um, or new versions of my faves, like Phineas and Ferb the movie. So, um, yeah, but I thought that was interesting. I really hadn't seen that announcement anywhere else, other than hearing it on the podcast called Speech Bubble. So, yeah, very interesting, and I can't wait to see what they do with that. I think Phineas and Ferb was always a great show, in my opinion, and I think it was one of Disney's most popular cartoons, probably only behind my personal favorite, Kim Possible. Now, maybe that's just me being biased and making this up, but I truly think I did see this somewhere, that it was like Kim Possible was the number one most popular Disney cartoon, and then Phineas and Ferb. So, very interested in seeing the movie, like I said. And then, um... In a little bit less exciting news for Disney Plus, they announced that they're going to be remaking, or rather reimagining, um, a few movies. So, Night at the Museum, Home Alone, and Cheaper by the Dozen. And um, I, some of, I really love the movie Cheaper by the Dozen. That's the first and the second one are some of my absolute faves. Actually, I think I really like the second one more than the first one, but I love both movies. Um, Home Alone, I it's a classic. It's, I, I can't say it's like, oh my gosh, my favorite movie, but I do enjoy watching it. And then um, Night at the Museum, I also enjoyed watching, and as well as the sequels. Um, but I think it's best to just leave things alone when they are good. So it's, it's not a reboot. It's not like a continuation like Phineas and Ferb. It's not um, a sequel. It's just like a remake and I'm like why remake something one these movies are not that old they're like what early 2000s um so why remake something good that's not even that old now I can I could understand if maybe these movies were from like the 80s and they wanted to bring them back and modernize them for a younger generation but these movies aren't that old and I think even younger generations would enjoy watching them. But just putting them on Disney Plus would um, kind of get the younger generation to see them and watch them. So I don't understand the point of remaking them. I just, I really, I don't. In my opinion, it's they should just put the originals on Disney Plus, which I'm sure they're still going to do. But why remake it? I mean, 
I think Cheaper by the Dozen, it's just hilarious. And I think the whole casting is spot on. I remember I loved Hilary Duff in that. And um, I just, Allison Stoner is another one who, um, speaking of Phineas and Ferb, she was the voice of Isabella. But anyway, um, I just really loved the casting for that movie. So I don't know. I, I feel like why mess with something good? something that doesn't need to be redone. Like I said, it's not like, oh, they need to do it so the younger generation can see it or to modernize it because it's just, you know, it, it doesn't make sense anymore. The story still makes sense. The quality of the movies is still on par with the quality of movies we see today, especially for a streaming service. I mean, it's not like they're bringing it to the theater. So, I mean, I will definitely give some of these if not all of them a chance and watch them and compare them to the originals and see what's what but in my opinion it's just really unnecessary to remake something I think it would be better to make a sequel or to um a continuation of some sort or like a series I don't know it's just my opinion but not super stoked for that so then speaking of Disney plus um why do I, why did I say that? Of course I'm speaking of Disney Plus. Anyway, um, they're getting two series, series, how do you say series in plural? Two series, I guess, um, that are going to be continuations or extensions. So I like this idea much better than the idea of like a reboot or whatever, or not even, I'm sorry, not a reboot. This is kind of a reboot. Um, I like this idea more than like a, um, reimagining. That's the word I was trying to think of. Um, so anyway, Monsters, Inc. is the first one, and I think that's going to be really awesome and really hilarious. I kind of feel like I'm a little old to be watching a series like that. One thing is a movie, but like a series, I'm like, Ooh, should I be watching cartoons? But I'll definitely give a few episodes a chance. Um, I honestly thought Monsters University was absolutely hilarious. Monsters, Inc. was also hilarious, but, um, when Monsters University came out, I thought it was the funniest thing ever, and I think at the time, I wasn't in college yet, but I was like you know, on the road towards college already, like maybe junior year of high school or sophomore year, something along those lines. So to me, it was just absolutely hilarious. And now whenever I see it actually as a college student, I think it's even funnier. So I'm really excited to see this. I think they did a great job with the first movie and then the sequel even many years later. So I think this series will be pretty funny. And I think there's a lot you can do because they can, you know, um, introduce new monsters or they can maybe boo will make an appearance that'd be super cool i was a little sad when she wasn't in the second movie in the sequel um or you know they can go and scare new kids and there's so many story possibilities there which i think is going to be great so the other series that is kind of going to be an extension of a movie is high school musical now they call this an extension but it is going to be a totally new cast and a totally new story. Now, I see why they're calling it an extension. It's because it's still East High. It's just years later. Um, again, like when I talked about the Gossip Girl reboot um, that they're doing, I think it can be very hit or miss. The High School Musical was such a loved movie. The, the first, the second, the third one, all of them were very loved in the same way that I talked about how Gossip Girl, the series, was a very loved show. So... By introducing new characters and a new cast, it is going to take a little bit to kind of get people intrigued or to get them to think like, hey, this isn't so bad. It's still High School Musical. It's just not the same cast and it just takes place in a later time. 
So it can be very hit or miss if they do it right and they have, you know, the same um, good songs that everybody, not the same songs, but um, good, if they have good songs like they did with the original three movies and um, stuff that people want to sing along to. And if they have, um, even though I think the actors that are going to be in this are not like super well known, but if they have actors that because remember um at the time Zac Efron was not well known when High School Musical came out so if they can have people just with talent and people that you want to watch as well as the songs and the storylines that are pretty good I think it could be good I'm hoping some of the original cast will maybe make guest appearances I'm very interested to see how that goes but it's going to be very hit or miss and I'll give it a chance I will but it's, it'll be very interesting to see what happens with the show, and who knows, maybe it'll be great, or maybe it won't, uh, it'll, but it'll be very interesting, I think. So, moving on from Disney+, Plus, um, there is a rumor, well, this rumor has been going around for years, so before you say, like, oh my gosh, that rumor's been going around forever, you're totally wrong, just hear me out, because I do have some kind of, like, um, uh, not evidence, what do I call this, like, some substance to this rumor, okay, so, the rumor is that a fifth Disney theme park might be happening, might be in the works, now, this rumor has been going around for so long, because, of course, people love Dis. oh, this is for Disney World, by the way, um, of course, people love Disney World, and they love, um, the theme park, and it's timeless, and it's just everybody's dream vacation, and whatever, so this rumor, of course, everyone is always trying to say, like, oh my gosh, there's gonna be a new theme park, but here's why I think this rumor might have some substance to it, so Universal, which is also in Orlando, in Florida, and are a big competitor with Disney, uh, announced that they're going to be having a new theme park called the Epic Theme Park. And I think it's going to have to do with, like, Nintendo and other stuff like that. So, first of all, Disney, even though I think they're still on top, they want to compete. They they don't just want to be complacent with being on top. So they want to continue to do good. They want to, you know, continue to be the best. So I think, first of all, just hearing news that their competitors opening a new theme park might have sparked conversation within Disney, um, with their executives and whatnot for Disney parks about them potentially opening a new theme park. And then here's what really, um, is why I think this could be possible. They also bought all the central Florida swamp land. Now, why would Disney buy land and not use it? Now, of course, this could just be land that they are acquiring to use down the road. It could be land that'll be used for something else. But it is very possible, in my opinion, that this land is for another theme park. Um, honestly, I would love another Disney theme park. Maybe something like, um, like that focuses on Marvel and Star Wars. I know they already have a lot of Marvel and Star Wars in the current parks. But maybe a park specifically for that would be really cool. Or with all this talk of Disney Plus, maybe they would do like a park for like Disney Channel and the shows and Disney Plus and their shows and stuff. I don't know. The possibilities are really endless. It would be really cool though if they had another park. I love Disney World and I think 
I, I've been to every park except Animal Kingdom, which I've recently been talking about that I want to go. But um, I think it would be so cool for another park because there's a lot of people who, and of course, I, I will never get tired of Disney and I don't think anybody ever really gets tired of Disney. But once you've been to the parks and especially people who go so often like um, season pass holders or whatever, I'm sure they're they enjoy new stuff and sometimes there's like a new ride or a new this or that but a whole new theme park would be absolutely incredible and I think it would draw a lot of people into Disney World. I mean not that they really need to draw people in but imagine I mean the amount of people they get going to the park parks now imagine if they added another park that would just be like wow everybody would want to see it and want to know what was going on and whatnot so of course it's just a rumor but it's a rumor that I like and I'm not opposed to it being true. So the last thing I'm going to talk about today before I kind of wrap things up is, okay, so I was debating whether or not this is even Disney. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But here's the thing. I think Hulu and Disney are very close, obviously, because Hulu and um, Disney Plus are going to be bundled. And there's a lot of like Freeform, which is owned by Disney and ABC, um, which is also owned by Disney, shows on Hulu. And then also the show I'm going to be talking about is Marvel, which is owned by Disney. So I think I, I think I think it is Disney, but I, I'm not sure. So don't come at me if it's not. Anyway, Marvel's Runaways. It's a show based on some comics, which I actually own. I also own the graphic novel of it. And um, the first two seasons were absolutely amazing. The uh, the second season came out last December, and I was hooked. I mean, I I hadn't seen the first season when the second season came out, so I started watching the first season, and then I watched the whole second season, and I was hooked. And I loved it, because you know I'm a huge comic book fan, and those are actually comics that I had been reading. So I literally was like, wow, this show is great. I had never, and please don't hate me, because I'm a huge Marvel fan and comic fan. I just had never seen some of the shows, like, um, you know, the ABC shows or the Netflix shows of Marvel, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or just Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, The Defenders, any of that, but Runaways had me hooked. So anyway, season three's trailer just came out. Looks really good. So spoilers ahead if you haven't seen season two. So season two ended in quite a a cliffhanger, really, and um, which I'm I'm not even going to get into because I honestly need to rewatch it. I know what happened, but it's really hard to explain. But anyway, the season three trailer shows, um, you know, the whole team, all the runaways are really beat up and, you know, they can't move. The only one who can move is, or who's really walking around is Chase. And then um, we see uh, Gert and she's about to be sacrificed by the parents. Um... So, yeah, it's really, really interesting. I think I'm thinking and a lot of people are thinking that that little teaser trailer is actually like a dream of some sort or some kind of like vision or something. So that's going to be very interesting. And I'm so, so excited for season three. I believe I saw that it is coming out at the end of this year. So that's very exciting. And definitely. Oh, my gosh. Literally from November to December, nobody's going to be able to talk to me. I'm going to be watching everything on Disney Plus and Runaways and literally anything else. So I'm not even like a big TV or like streaming service watching person. But um, I'm incredibly excited both for Runaways and for Disney Plus. So I'm very excited. And 
bonus, they also announced that, which is very exciting, I've never seen Cloak and Dagger, but they announced a crossover, and honestly, Cloak and Dagger looks so good, like, I have wanted, I wanted to see it for a while, but I, I didn't really watch it, like, for whatever reason, I think it's just because I don't really watch TV that often, so when I do watch something, it's usually from a streaming service like Netflix or Hulu, um, but I'm very excited to see the crossover, and I think um, it's going to be very exciting, and maybe they'll convince me to watch the show. Uh, I would be really down to watch the show, but I'm very excited about the crossover, which is um, really exciting for people who are big fans of both shows, and I think um, from the previews that I've seen, not for the crossover episode, but for Cloak and Dagger, Olivia Holt, who started off on Disney, and not to be like that, but some of the shows she was in were a little um, I don't want to say, what word do I, like, immature, not immature, but, like, more for a younger audience, and, you know, her acting skills weren't really being put to use, but for Cloak and Dagger, I've seen previews, and Olivia Holt literally looks, like, wow, she literally grew up from her Disney days, and her acting looks incredible, so I'm really excited to see the Runaways team up with, um, Cloak and Dagger and I don't know much about Cloak and Dagger but I just think it's going to be an exciting episode I think a crossover between any like Marvel shows is really cool and I think it could potentially open the door for more crossovers even from some of the um you know already canceled shows but maybe you know it, it would be really cool just thinking that all the Marvel shows exist in the same universe, just like the MCU and all the movies exist in the same universe, and now the Disney Plus Marvel shows are going to exist in the same universe as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, yeah, that's so, so exciting. Um, that's all I had to talk about today. As you can tell, I am kind of a big Disney fan. Maybe not, like, you know, there is some hardcore Disney fans. Maybe I'm not one of those hardcore Disney fans, but I am definitely a Disney fan. So I'm very, very uh, excited for everything that's coming up with Disney. And um, I'm, I want to see what's going to happen with Disney Plus and with Little Mermaid Live. I am literally on the edge of my seat waiting for that and everything. So by the way, speaking of other things I'm excited about before I close out today, some non-Disney things. I'm very, very excited for the Dora the Explorer movie. Um, the previews have looked so good and it comes out today. So um, expect me to talk about it next week. I think I even mentioned it last week, but I'm just so, so excited. And then um, the Jonas Brothers tour, um, the Happiness Begins tour started yesterday in Miami. They played their first show. I'm going to be seeing them next month and I am insanely excited. Um, and I saw pictures from last night's show and oh my gosh, all their wives. So, uh, Sophie, Priyanka, uh, Danielle, they were all wearing Jonas Brothers shirts and they were, they look like they were having such a good time. They brought, um, the other uh, singers who are on, who sing Runaway with them on stage. It was a surprise. And, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited for that as well. So, um, yeah, like I said, that's where I'm ending the podcast today. Before I officially close out, I would just like to remind you that you can like my page, Kennedy C Media, on Facebook. That's K-E-N-N-E-D-Y, letter C, media, M-E-D-I-A. On Facebook, I... 
um, post all the links to my podcast. I also have a YouTube channel, Kennedy Castillo, just my name, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y-C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O. And uh, I post links for all those videos as well on my um, Facebook page. I'm currently doing a giveaway for women's or girls. So if you want to check that out, that'll be on my Facebook page as well. Um, and I have my blog, kennedycblog.com, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y-C-B-L-O-G.com. I write about everything from girl power to movie reviews to just in, just random topics. There's also links for all my articles on the Kennedy C Media Facebook page. So if you um, would rather just like that page and find all the links for everything from there, you can do so. Um, now that my same shameless self-promotion is done, uh, thanks again for tuning in. This has been Simply Kennedy. I believe we're on episode 9 today, which is a little bit insane to me. Next week will be a double digits. And yeah, uh, I will be back next Thursday. Can't wait to talk to you then.